Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. Today, we have Selma and Tenzin joining us. Selma and Tenzin, would you guys like to introduce yourself? You can just say your year and um, I guess what you're thinking about majoring in, or if you already have an idea, you can share that too. Hi, I'm Selma. I'm a first year and I don't really know what I want to major in, but I'm leaning towards like computer science or somewhere in that realm and then maybe like finance like a business major would be cool too yeah. so I don't know awesome someone Tenzin um hello everyone my name is Tenzin I'm a freshman here at Emory University and uh, I declared my major this semester as international studies and I don't I think I also want to do econ as a minor in the future depending on how much time I have in college with all the classes and everything but yeah, that's, that, this is who I am. That's awesome. Arturo is obviously back. Arturo and Regina, we're here, <laughs> we're back. Um, this week we wanted to talk about midterm season, um, which is a very stressful season. We, we just kind of got done with midterms, I think, or are going through them. Um, so we just kind of wanted to add the first question is, are you done with midterms yet? Or like, do you have any um, that are upcoming still? Or I don't know, how are you just feeling about midterm season? Um, I, okay, this is weird. Okay, like when, during like actual, like the first midterm season, I had one like for math, but now like in two weeks, I have another one, which is like, what? I don't even know what I learned like between that period. Like it was really like three class periods that we've had and I already have another test. Which is ridiculous, but whatever. That's just how it works, I guess. I don't know. Someone that does not sound fun at all. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. It's not your fault. I blame the education system. <laughs> Personally, I don't have a lot of midterms. It's just a lot of like essays that I had to write. So I'm good. I just need to catch up on reading for a lot of my classes because I've been I've been falling behind on that. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm personally... For me, I guess, uh, midterm season, I don't... And comparing it to last, like, spring midterm season, let's say, comparing it to last year, I know right after midterms, I we had spring break, and then an additional spring break because of COVID. So it was like, oh, like a two-week break. And now this semester, it's like, you have no spring break. You do have a, no reading, I mean, no, no assignment week. But you still have classes. So it's, I don't, I don't know how my mind and brain is going to adjust to it. Because although, in a sense, I do have a break, I still have to go to class. So it's mm-hmm. kind of, to me, that's the new, it's new norm, new weird. I don't even know how to say it. But, you know, what can you do? It's definitely an adjustment, Arturo. I think, um... For all of us who are going, you know, we're all in school right now in the middle of a pandemic. It's, um, like you said, it's difficult to adjust. And I've heard from a lot of people that during no assignment week, they're probably going to end up catching up on assignments that, you know, haven't been done. Or like Tenzin said, reading. Like, I know I'm going to be catching up on some reading because I just had the most stressful, like, week last week. Um, and then I also have a midterm the week after no assignments week. So 
I just, it doesn't, I just know that we need a spring break because that is when, you know, our bodies and our minds relax and have time to, I don't know, I guess we have time to take care of ourselves and our bodies. And the fact that we don't have it this year is, is really, is going to be difficult, I think, um, for a lot of people. Uh, I know it will be for me and yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm not the biggest fan of the current situation, but you know, what can, what can we do? Yeah. I just, I really hope like college and university looks like sees at this, like comparing it to fall semester and spring semester that in the coming year, no matter what the decision is, that students do need a break. Like there is a time in the semester where students burn out, where we crash and just, we need a break to relax and to just to de-stress everything that we have. Yeah, I think Emory's done a good job with uh, just taking initiative and coming up with solutions, like recognizing the problems that students are going through. I mean, like they've given us this no assignment week, which wasn't a thing last semester. They had, what is it, two other like free days during throughout the semester. We had one a month ago and we'd have one like a month after this. But other schools, like my high school friends go to, they're, they're like, they don't have anything. They, their, their schedule is basically like they don't have any breaks and school really doesn't look into that. So I think Emory's done a pretty good job with, with that and recognizing mental mental health. That's interesting. Tenzin, do you find those days like the, the no, what is it, the rest days, like the days where we don't have class at all, do you find those to be helpful for you? Or this is a question to the whole group, I guess. It's kind of hit or miss. Like, I guess, like, an analogy I get that, like, represents what I'm trying to say is, like, imagine, like, holding your breath, and that that's, like, I guess, you taking your classes and everything. Those days are just, like, a quick, like, gasp. Like, you just, like, breathe in very quickly for, like, one quick second, and you have to, you're back on holding your breath or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, the, like, this week today, it's just, like, you don't need to hold your breath. You're just, you're, just, you're fine for a week, if that makes sense. Thelma or Arturo, what are your thoughts about those, those rest days? <laughs> Um, <laughs> my thing about the rest days, it's, at least for me, my rest day, like the last one back in February, I had to use to catch up on homework more than just rest. Um, and for the rest week, this coming week, I'm using it to catch up on homework or mm-hmm. catch, yeah, catch up more on homework and readings for my classes. So... I think that's how I've been like that's how my rest days and rest like this rest week is gonna be. It's just gonna be catching up more than anything than actually just relaxing. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely gonna be more like catching up and stuff. And it's not even like um I feel like when I do work for classes, it's not necessarily like assigned work. It's just like taking notes of what we're learning in class and like doing the readings, which we still have those things to do. So it's literally, you're not really taking a break. You're just, like, not having to turn something in. I know. I agree. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but recently with, like, I feel like a lot of the times I'm not really, not a lot of, I shouldn't say that. That's a lie. I feel like sometimes when there's so many assignments, um, I just, I feel like I'm not learning anymore, which Selma, I think is kind of what you were you were saying just now. It's, I, I feel like I'm just so rushed to finish all of these assignments that I can't really 
enjoy the topics that I'm learning about. Um, sometimes, sometimes I will say, I mean, I do have um, professors who really put in the effort to make sure that we are learning, but sometimes when there's so many assignments and so many readings, it's like, you know, it's interesting to read and it's fun and, and all of that, but it's just hard when you have all these assignments to worry about. You're like, I got to finish this. I got to finish this. And you kind of just do it to get it done sometimes, which ends up, you know, just not being the best, I think. I don't know. I agree with that, but especially with tests, because I feel like I'm just studying to do good on the test and not for like the sake of learning like the actual material. Yeah. I agree with both of you. Like I, I feel that hundred percent, hundred ten percent. I feel like it's just work that you're doing, and it's like, but am I actually enjoying it, or am I actually am I actually retaining the information? Am I retaining the information to like actually learn, or just to do well? And mm-hmm. I feel like that hasn't just been this semester, but it's been like the entire academic year, and even last semester, not last year, like last year's last semester, last spring when we went online, it was all more just like. You just don't have to know it for the test. Do you think, like, compared to the midterms we have virtually, what was what were like? Was it easier in person? Like, I guess you guys have experiences of experience of uh, your first semester here in college. You were in person; it was normal before COVID. So, how was that compared to what we have now in terms of midterms? Ah, oh, Tenzin, that's such a good question. Well, I mean, we only really got. I mean, I feel like I only really got midterms in person like my first semester because or no actually no that's a lie we got them in the spring too but that just seems like so long ago I don't even remember let me think about that Arturo <laughs> I had four midterms like back to back every day the the week before spring break of last year and although like it was stress but it was like the stress was like okay you know it's a test stress you know and I'm I'm a very like I get stressed when I have to study for midterms, but it's just like a normal, a, a decent amount of stress, not a lot. And so like I prepare for weeks in advance for my four exams. And when I went in to take them, it's like I knew what I was doing because throughout the whole semester, going to class and everything, I actually learned what was going on. And then the next time I had some med- uh, midterms, there weren't even midterms, there were final exams. And even on the finals, it was like, because that transition really like, blew not just me i'm pretty sure everyone away like how we took exam was so different and it's like wait it's time it's like the thing about the finals exam final exams i didn't know it was final season literally when it was final season just because how disoriented it all went and like with classes being online it was just so confusing and then in the fall of 2020 my midterms i feel like i was just taking them like how i said just for like how just to study for a test and not really actually obtaining or learning information just because I think that in-person experience at least held me accountable when everything was like in person go to class learn this ask questions then and there after class so it's very to that I think that's the huge difference it's like just being in person versus a lot less stressful because you're actually learning from your classes I guess like that's I guess like someone you were talking about how you weren't really retaining the information that from classes that you take through online, which honestly, I agree with you. I took math class, like calc one last semester through, and it was through Zoom and I, I like didn't learn anything. I had to drop the class because I was not understanding anything at all. But uh, I think if it was in person, like I would 100% get it. But I think another like reason why in person is 
I guess, like, more helpful. It's just that you're not, not, I guess, like, you're learning the same material, but you're, I guess, like, you have to work for it in a way. Like, you have to wake up and walk to the class. Like, there's more motivation behind, uh, I guess, like, actually doing well. And, like, it, it actually feels like you're in a class, whereas, I guess, compared to, like, Zoom sessions now, it's just press one button, you're in the class, and it almost doesn't even seem real. Like, sometimes I wake up for my 9.40 class, and, like, I have trouble waking up at 9.40, I press the button and I still feel like I'm sleeping. I don't, I don't realize I'm taking a class. Yeah. And what you're saying, I think what you're saying is like, it's a different, you have a whole different routine. Like you said, you, you wake up and you're like, okay, if we were in person, you'd have to go, you know, let me go to the dining hall and get breakfast from there. I have to walk to my class and that's like movement. And everybody knows that movement helps your brain receive like more oxygen and whatnot. And, and just, doing that and then you're able to switch up your study spaces you know um like now I think uh for me like my options are to usually either stay in my room which is also like the place where I sleep or to do some work in the dining hall not in the dining hall my dining room I'm sorry (laughs) um and then sometimes I'll go outside because I um have like a table outside but those are just three places and it's like a two-step walk you know what I mean and then when you're on campus you know you have the libraries people work in the student center people work outside you go into your other friends like dorm lounges and whatnot you have all these other options and it's different so I I mean I agree with with both of you Tenzin and Nakuda what you were saying Speaking about like different places, like how you were seeing like different places you would go and study, um, on like on campus, I it's gonna lead us to this question, which is like, what's something you wish you knew that you didn't know before midterms or studying? So, at least for me, I know when I take a midterm or when I study for something, I had to be at a different location. That that's mm-hmm. just me. <laughs> for me, I'm I'm with you. I definitely had to read because I, I mean I'm. I'm in the humanities so I have a lot of reading to do um and I just could not do it in my room because um it's just in your room you sleep you know that's where you sleep it's supposed to be a place where you relax and it did not feel like that when I was reading all the time and then if I was like sitting at my desk I'd see my bed and I'd be like maybe I should read from my bed and that's never a good idea because you fall asleep so I definitely had to switch around like where um I was reading and also just kind of dividing up the days on like and figuring out what I'm gonna focus on each day so if I you know had to have three let's say I have three midterms next week and they're Wednesday Thursday Friday this past week, I probably would have focused a little bit more on whatever the Wednesday midterm was than I would have Thursday and Friday. But just like dividing it up, I think is always good, um, and making sure that I have all the all the materials that I need to study. For me, I I don't like taking midterms too seriously, if that makes sense, because I don't want to stress myself thinking about like what I have to do or like I'm going to get a bad grade if I don't do this 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 or that I just realized that if the teacher is doing their if the professor is doing their job correctly then it should be the case that everything that I've went through in class 
will help me like will will guide me to have a better grade and that if I'm I have been paying attention to class and that I have been doing my work, I should be relatively good. And that I need to put a little bit like if I need to, I can just review a little bit and then like I'll I'll be fine. I don't really I guess like study or anything all a lot. I just do a quick review, remember like I guess like things that I I, I guess like I, I had trouble with and it just yeah, I, maybe that is study, but I mean, like when I think of studying, I think of like just going above and beyond what you were given in the, in the beginning of the class. I think for me, like comparing midterms from last semester to now, it's definitely like the mindset that I put myself in. Like last semester when I would study or like take a midterm, I'd be like, oh, like, why do I have to do this? Like, it's so annoying. Like I have to study, like force myself. But then this semester, like I kind of changed my mindset into thinking like, I am very fortunate to be able to like learn this material and like, yeah, maybe a test is not ideal, but like the fact that I have the opportunity to do that even is like really good. So I guess like, just like, you know, shifting the perspective a little bit, try to be more optimistic in that sense. And it's really like been like helpful. Like I'm like more excited to, even if it's the class I hate, which thankfully like I don't hate any of my classes this semester, but like if it's like you know I'm not feeling it today I can definitely be like you know what like I'm fortunate to be where I am like I get to learn this so yeah like let me be in that type of mood and that's really helped me a lot like I feel like I've been more motivated to learn more motivated to study for midterms or whatever it may be that's so awesome Selma we we all need to be like you in that sense. <laughs> I need to be like you in that sense because I mean I usually I feel like I usually am, but I don't know something about this semester that just it's been tough to kind of be, you know, so positive and optimistic about things. But I love that Selma, and that's awesome, and I love that you shared that. Thank you. Ah, uh, midterm week it happens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, well, I actually have a question that I that I wanted to ask. Um, since we're on this, like Tenzin was talking about it a little bit about professors and like we should, if we've you know the professor's been doing their job, you know we should be all right. Um, what do you what do you guys wish, or what is something that you wish professors knew um, during midterm season, whether it be about you? Or like something something that you've noticed and like other classmates that you wish like professors would take note of or just like the students in general like is there something um that you wish you know because obviously we're we're making this and it's anybody can listen so you know we might have some professors listening and this might this might help them i don't but i i do have a suggestion like maybe have surveys throughout the semester to see if everybody's actually like good with what you're doing, like what, like if you're the professor, like what you're teaching to make sure that they are learning. Cause uh, if like, let's say like the, you're, you're teaching like a subject, a professor, professor, and no one is like, you don't do the survey. And then by the time midterms come around, no, like every student probably doesn't know what, what like they have to like, what they're supposed to learn. Cause the professor really didn't do, do a good job, but, at the same time, it's not really the professor's fault at that point because he or she, they didn't know that what they were teaching wasn't, I guess, like getting through to the students. So maybe just like having checkups throughout the semester, maybe every week or every two weeks, making sure that everybody's on the right page. Everyone's like, what you're doing is good. And like, you need like, if there's any adjustments you need to make and so on, like 
I think that's a good idea for all professors to, to do that. Yeah, I agree. Um, mine was something like along the lines of that, which was, you know, kind of being aware of the fact that their student, like students in general, you know, we have school and school, school can be a priority, but you know, people have other issues going on. Um, you know, not every student might be, not every student, you know, has the ability to just focus on school. There's students who have to go work, you know, um, right now that we're in a pandemic, you know, somebody in the family might be sick or a loved one might be sick um, or just like mental health. Like it is hard. Like we are living in a really tough time right now. And sometimes our body just can't, you know, function for a day or a week, you know, and um, just remembering that we're all human beings and we're not just machines that produce essays and assignments and equations and all of these things, you know, because we're human. I don't know. That was just something that I, that I wish professors would remind themselves because I'm sure they know and I'm sure they go through things as well in their personal lives um but just being aware I love no, that. yeah I agree completely and like I also feel like maybe not right like maybe not like the no assignment week but in general like spring break winter break like yeah those breaks are helpful and like I feel like the like people think like oh like you'll have your break then like that's when you can worry about your mental health but it's like no like if I'm not happy or if someone's not happy you should address it now and like you shouldn't like be like oh well I have a test right now so maybe like you know like I'll just worry about that and then I'll worry about myself later like no I feel like you should put yourself first Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of professors or just teachers like any grade like don't like recognize that which is so bad and toxic yeah I believe your mental health should be your priority than anything else just because you know I this is my opinion that your mental health it affects everything your life everything about your life in different aspects yeah no I um I also wanted to add I don't know I guess I don't know if you guys can relate to this but you know as um a first-gen student, I think I had a lot of, like, at least last semester, or, like, just when I started um, at Emory, I think I had a hard time uh, voicing the fact that I had, you know, things going on in my life that were not allowing me to be the best student that I can be. Um, so I think I think this goes this ties in with like what Tenzin was saying um, that professors should should check in with all students like you said maybe sending a survey or something because sometimes I don't know I think it's hard for us to just reach out to professors like hey I have this going on or um, I'm so sorry that you know this assignment was turned in late not something that. But I think I've gotten better in like this past week, you know, I I definitely had to send some emails and, and have some Zoom meetings about certain things, because it's so important that they know, otherwise they, they won't know. But, you know, you can facilitate that communication by doing 
some check-ins during the semester, you know? I agree with that completely, reaching out to professors in order to tell them, like, what's going on in your life, just so that they know. And I, the, I've, luckily, this semester, I've, all my professors are very understanding when I send them emails about a certain situation that's happening. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that very, very much. And at first, it might seem scary, like, oh, like, why am I asking for an extension? Or why am I, like, saying, oh, this might be a little bit late. But it's it's perfectly fine, as long as you... The worst that, they, that the professor could say is no. And even if you explain it thoroughly, thoroughly what's happening, and if your situation, depending on how your situation is, the professor should be understanding and mm-hmm. give you the opportunity to do those things later in the semester so you don't lose out on anything. Mm-hmm. And it's super simple, too. I, I, I think um, you, you never, ever have to go into detail about, like, what's happening because that that's, you know, that's a lot. Um, but like Arturo said, for the most part, they should be understanding if you're just like, hey, I'm having some family problems or, hey, I'm having some health problems or, you know, um, you do not have to go into detail explaining like explaining yourself I think that should be enough yeah that's but I feel like professors are really intimidating in like you know it's like oh like you're a doctor you have a PhD and it's like why would you care about my little detail like I don't know and I feel like they go through their own stuff as well and there's I've definitely seen like where like professors professors will be like oh yeah like you know like my kids kind of stick right now but I'm here teaching you guys it's like dang like go take care of your kid like don't worry about us like it's fine so I really appreciate that from them as well yeah no I I think you know when professors are intimidating that's something that like just kind of might go away with time you know what I mean like as you get the experience as you're at you know college for longer you kind of start to realize you know like they're just people too you know, this is their job. I think it, for me, at least, it's gotten a little less scary, a little less intimidating. And I'm able to reach out easier because like Arturo said, mental health is so important and I'm putting that before anything. So um, I'm like, okay, I, ha- I have to kind of get over this fear of them saying no. And if they say no, then, you know, like I'm still going to put myself first. You know, I'm, I'm still more important. But I, I see where you're coming from, Selma, so. We just need to be a little bit more assertive because it's, I guess, like, and I don't think it should matter that if the professor is intimidating you, like, you should just go for it because after that semester, you're probably not going to see that professor. Or if you want to have a long-standing relationship with that professor, then I guess, like, reaching out will, like, help, help with that. So it's, like, probably, like, a win-win situation. It's just that it's it's very, I guess, like intimidation is the only, I guess, boundary that's keeping you from reaching out. But I see it like, you know, like if you reach out, it's both the win-win, like no matter what the outcome is. And just being nice about it too, you know, just be like, hey, professor, so-and-so, like, hope you're doing well, you know, just being nice about it, I think also works too. Yep. Sending a nice like email. It's always good. And it's, I think personally too, I'm pretty sure we're all like, tired of emails but if an email is like if you know something's happening I personally like would like to set up a zoom call or go to their office hours 
and say, hey, this is happening, or like, et cetera, et cetera, can I have this and that? Just because, like, for, at least for me, I'm the type of person, like, I want to be told in person about things like this. Like, I know professors, if I were to ask a professor something, like an extension or something, like something of that matter, I would want to say to face. So scheduling appointments through Zoom would be nice. Um, but, you know, emails work. And I guess with that all being said, um, we're going to close today's podcast. Um, any last comments, suggestions, even if we have any questions? Any questions that we can, I don't know, pose to the public and, and hear some feedback? I guess maybe like, what do the people think that um, like schools in general could do for students' mental health? Like, what can they do better? Or what do they do well already? You know, just like think about that. Definitely. I feel like, yeah, like I said before, my whole spiel on mental health, it's so important. And, you know, Emory is handling it one way, given students' rest days and it's no assignment week. And there are other schools that are doing something else. Definitely. We should post that. Like when we post this on our podcast, like on our Instagram, definitely like what are your like thoughts? And then people can comment. Any last things from anyone else? I just want to say thank you to Selma and Tenzin for joining us this week. We love hearing from you guys and we love that you guys wanted to to share with with everyone. Um, and for being like the first first years, like the first freshmen to to come on here and, and talk. And we're super excited to, um, you know, hear more from you guys in the future if you'd like. Well, thank you for like an opportunity. Yeah. Already. Obviously, thank you to our Twitter as well for being awesome and helping out with all this too. I was going to just say, um, for our listeners, remember to follow Emory Empowering First Gen on Instagram just to keep update with the Empowering First Gen community and what's happening. Um, and also, there's a Google Doc form to fill out on these podcasts just to see what you guys want to hear be covered throughout the whole semester. And yeah, with that, um, whatever day you're hearing this, whatever time of the day you're hearing this, good morning, good evening, good night, and have a good rest of your day. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you.